0: I feel bad uh, because it's a Thursday, and we've waited four days to give the people what they want about the Thrones breakdown, the sports breakdown, but needless to say, happy to be here.
1: Happy to be here. How are you? Doing well? You look good, man.
0: Well, I've I've lost uh, 1.6 pounds. Okay. Real excited about Stress that. Stress weight
1: or water weight? Both.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> salad. I've been eating salad. I told myself Monday, starting Monday, this past Monday, I'm going to eat one salad a day until I forget about it.
1: I'm going to eat one salad a year. Yeah. Until uh, (laughs) I've grown about it.
0: (laughs) Not like a fish house salad, but like a, I have to eat a salad right here. I don't have a choice. I got you. Yeah. No, I just, I'll I'll tell you what what came
1: about. you go to Danvers, by the way? Is that your salad...
0: Bar, where's the salad oh, it's, bar? Oh, it's the salad. bar. Okay, I thought. I thought, Danvers I thought. is
1: the salad bar in Northeast. I thought Mississippi. salad eaters in Tupelo go to Denver.
0: Another underrated one, Pizza Factory in Baldwin, mm-hmm. which I've got to admit this. I know you asked about my weekend, so anytime, and I've got a bad habit about this. Anytime I know I'm about to start dieting, the two or three days prior to that, I'm like, I'm eating whatever. I'm eating the house. So, and and just hear me out here. <laughs> <laughs> so Saturday I had uh Saturday morning I got up early and had brick and spoon. I had brunch. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't brunch, it was breakfast, but it's a brunch spot. Uh and I had the Bayou Benedict, which is poached eggs, crawfish, shrimp. It's incredible. Uh for lunch, I had um I think I had Papa V's. I had meatloaf wings. The gas station.
1: Oh yeah. Oh man. Me- Verona or downtown? Downtown. Okay. Uh, can't but they're all good you can't yeah. go wrong either way
0: i had meatloaf wings and mac and cheese with like a gallon of ranch
1: mm. and their mac and cheese is so <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> people of tupelo it's i'm not going to say it's the best mac and cheese because some of our fine restaurants but really you're do. not not but, gonna but say but it's, the best. it's 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 up there <laughs>
0: uh and then for supper i had a uh, pizza factory
1: mm.
0: i had to, i went up and scouted two ball games uh and I had Pizza Factory. Did
1: you see new site?
0: Did, did you go to those? I saw a new site. Yes, sir, I did. Did they win? Their, did They win? They to... won, and they are on their way to the second round. Shout out ground. to the Royals. Yes, sir. Yeah, Got awesome. to see Andy and Annie. It was cool. That's cool. Uh, and I caught Baldwin, obviously, on my way back. Okay. Because i went my Pizza Factory. But uh, good time, man. Good stuff. But I always do that before I start dieting because, like, I'm like – and I had red lobster also.
1: You called it a bad habit. I think it's a great habit. It's
0: a it, Well, here's the thing. I know myself, and I know my body, and I know that if I don't, like – really load my stuff I, I can't discipline myself if i don't pleasure myself in other words as far as food's concerned i get what you're saying i get what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> if, if i don't treat myself i can't discipline
1: myself. this is a safe for work podcast yes so, sfw <laughs> not
0: innocent <NSFW.
1: laughs> so you saw baseball and you ate well yeah yeah okay well that's pretty cool i went to denver we talked about that you did i also and i
0: i'm sorry about the donuts I, I,
1: there was no way there was no way but but here's what Thank ha- you for the thought. Here's what happened. Uh, I was going to drive back with cases of voodoo donuts. <laughs> and um, I went to get my rental car. And because I was going to road trip back, right, you have to present a credit card. You can't rent with a debit card. Oh. And it's 2019. I don't have a credit card. Because I, yeah, really? I know what my credit would be like if I had a credit card. <laughs> so I know better. I'm very self-aware. It doesn't have a debit so card? I, I, I took a $35 Uber ride from downtown Denver to the airport. And got to the Alamo, waved goodbye to Yaru, my driver. He was a nice guy. And a uh, five-star <laughs> review for him. <laughs> he was playing music from his native country. And I would ask him about it. When
0: I get older, I will be I stronger. Didn't, it, was good.
1: <laughs> it was good. I think it was some Bollywood stuff, but it was pretty fun. But uh, they dropped me off at the Alamo, and I walked right in, handed my license. I said, yeah, to pick, pick up my rental. And the guy was like, let me see your credit card. And I was like, cool. Pull up my debit card had to him. I've rented cars before, like sure, recently. Absolutely. You know, it's no big deal. Going out of town all the time, work and stuff, and um, he wouldn't let me do it, so I had to get another thirty five dollar Uber ride from the Alamo. Dude. And none of them would. I walked to all of them. You know, they all turned me down. You know, like like my eighth grade homecoming. Day. They
0: must have like a serious problem with debit. Like they've been getting scammed or something. That
1: and I, that and I feel and, and if I'm i been going out on a limb here, speaking of maybe after, I feel like a lot of folks fly to Denver. And they True drive that. back for re- yeah. reasons they probably shouldn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're they're True. probably cracking down on that, like let me see your credit card sure. don't steal my car. There's a lot of unscrupulous folks doing that. stuff. And I get it. But anyway, it made it really inconvenient. So I had to fly back. I had to buy a plane ticket back, which is cool. But they will not let you carry boxes of voodoo donuts into the Denver National International Airport. I tried. Unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> so what'd
0: you do with them, just out of curiosity?
1: I inhaled two. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> talking about scudded <laughs> like TSA in you. I stood out front. <laughs> And I told my next Uber driver, I said, hey, hold on real quick. And I, I ate two of the <laughs> fastest donuts. I don't even remember what they tasted like. I ate them so fast. I breathed them in. And then I said, take these home with you. And I gave the guy the rest uh. of them. And he was really thankful. I hope I hope he enjoyed them. I just buddy.
0: pictured you going through TSA <laughs> trying to bribe him with
1: donuts. <laughs> From food donuts. Here's the uh, Memphis Mafia special for you. No, but I, <laughs> I, I, I ate two good ones. I ate a Portland cream and I, I, I ate a Memphis Mafia. It's like peanut butter, banana, fritter. That's what I was oh, it's like, so
0: it's like Elvis's last dessert in a donut.
1: It is what killed Elvis in a <laughs> in a donut. Golly,
0: man i I gotta do I gotta do voodoo at some point. But I, I
1: want to say shout out to Andy Frasco, great yeah. show. Uh, I went to the Denver you ate, you talking about the things you ate. I went to the same restaurant three. I saw your pictures. Three, I went to the same restaurant three times in twenty four <laughs> hours. They're gonna name a biscuit after me at the Denver Biscuit. That's fantastic. Co. But it was cool. But it was a good time, and I made it home safely and. Got to work at town on time Monday. That's all that matters. So perfect, yeah. perfect. Well, awesome. man, I'm
0: I'm happy you got to go, man. Me too. I'm no, sorry about kidding. the donuts. It's cool. It's all right. We'll 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 do it another time. <laughs> Somewhere other than Denver. That's yeah, got to yeah. maybe Portland. Portland has yeah, the other Portland's one. Portland's got yeah, the other.
1: Yeah, I'm cool with Shipley's or Scarlet. Sometimes we can just do that. Down <laughs> well, street. A, uh, we can hit a nine is iron.
0: literally yeah. It's a it's a nine iron. Well, it's a four iron for me. But for John John Hancock, it's a pitching. yeah, ridge, yeah absolutely. Anyway, they got a maple bacon that. You not need to get down on sometimes.
1: I like both of those things. <laughs> uh, but uh, sports week, man, it was it was it was one of those weeks that was sneaky good. It was kind it's of a sneaky, sneaky good, good week. That well, makes sense.
0: and you know, we kind of it was kind of a let down time because right after the Masters, so it's like, ah, you know, I'm gonna kind of not watch sports this week. But big week. I mean, immediately, they, yeah. you got NFL draft tonight. Tonight, as we speak. Um, man, you talk about the the sip being represented. Never before has it been represented like it is going to be tonight.
1: Shout out to Hugh Freeze for getting all these players to the NFL. <laughs>
0: Thanks, Dan Mullen.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Dan Mullen.
0: Guys that are no longer here. Do You think those guys are going to show up to draft tonight and be like, yeah, I recruited that
1: guy. Well, I know 100% my main man, Hugh, tonight is burning <laughs> up the phones to the folks at Liberty. Like, hey, I mean, I wasn't there when he was there. But I was there I'm because I'm the reason he was there. The I last mean, draft didn't go so well for Hugh. For yeah, so. Think about it. <laughs> Is that the gas gas mask bong by Laramie Tunsell? Is that him? <laughs> yeah. Well, tonight will be better for him because he won't yeah. be on the front page. But the cool thing is I don't think there's anybody in that conference that will be able to say, hey, I coached two first-round draft picks. True that. I mean, I mean really. And and yeah. Dawson Knox. had we West State, up. maybe. And had Mullen may be able yeah, to. Yeah, He'd be yeah. the other one. Well, I was talking about the guy at Liberty. There was no coach in that conference at Liberty. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> there yeah. Come, the SOCON. <laughs> So, who do you think is going to be a better pro? Better pro? Uh, sweat? Do you think Simmons is going to come back from his injury? What do you think?
0: Honestly, man, here's the thing. I think you've seen a trend in the past 10 years where the the biggest shelf life for an NFL player is in the trenches. Left tackle to right tackle, but specifically left guard, center, right guard. Those guys have the biggest longevity. They don't, They'll play 16, 17 years sometimes. 100%. And then defensive tackles. I mean, Halati Nada is still playing for, like, the Ravens. Like, he was, like, playing for the Ravens when I was in high school. You
1: know, and it kind of – you would see your guys like Bruce Matthews. Clay, yes. Like, like, those guys would play forever. And they were kind of an anomaly back then. You had – you you know, oh, they, yeah. they, but um, those guys were just tough. But now with the rules change, but, like, without the leg sweep, without the chop blocks. That's right. You can't engage a guy with more than one right. people. Can't handle the knees. So, these guys just have to be yeah. young and strong. And smart. And, they, and smart. And smart.
0: And so, like, I mean, specifically, I mean, based on measurables, I would say sweat, but because of position, I would say Simmons. Yeah. I think he's going to come back. And this is his first injury, right? It is it first, is. first ever that I can recall. Anyways, never sat for an injury, and he's he's a he's what you you would call a freak athlete mm-hmm. for his size mm-hmm. to be six, you know, four two ninety five. He is a absolute freak of an athlete. He's fast. Now that's not to say that Montez Sweat's not a freak of an athlete because he, really he most is. certainly is, but I think that those guys, those edge guys, they lose a step eventually. You know, guys, left tackles, right tackles, figure out their moves. You know, they know how to defend them. There's so much film, and they break it down in game. And so, one, you know. one thing
1: that worries me about Montez Sweat, he he had a, he productive college career. Yes. he was a good player. His measurables are off the charts, hundred percent. But. Another thing too that sometimes those stand up defensive ends are so good in college because of those measurables. Oh, exactly. You know what I mean? Like because there's
0: was, nobody seen anything like that. You hadn't had to defend anything like
1: right. that. Right. Yeah. Ever. I mean, I mean the left tackle. But he's going to go.
0: Everybody in the league is like that.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of like the old baseball thing. Like the analogy: a guy wouldn't play college baseball and he was a pitcher. And they said, "Well, why are you not a good pitcher?" And he goes, "Well, I still am, but in high school, one out of every nine guys in the lineup could hit it." Right. Well, in the NFL. Every left tackle is the guy that can block you. You that's know what I mean? I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, right. I mean, it's that's it's, the reason why they draft him. So yeah, by. I mean, I mean, like one of the worst <laughs> left tackles he's going to play against in football is going to be Laramie Tunsil. Not, it's not going to be but, the you know, best left
0: tackle he's ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. So. Now that being said, he's still six six. He's still two hundred sixty pounds, and he still runs a four four. So I mean, he's he's got all the tools. So as long as he's got it up top, then he's got a chance. And I, I'm root for him. I like him. He's a good guy.
1: I would say my old misprediction on that that side. Yeah, um, I wanted to hear um, that. DeMarcus Lodge, best NFL career. Really? Yeah, I really do. I think so. Um, A.J. Brown and uh, D.K. Metcalf are physical freaks. Literally physical freaks. And the way – I'm not a football coach. Don't pretend to be. But it, you could see it by just staring at what was happening with our route running and our route trees and quotes sure, up here, which sure. we did not have. Um, those two guys were the kind of guys they could just get in space and throw it to them. They could make something happen. Right. When the game is more finesse – yeah. And it's more a route running and technique and stuff like and that. And you
0: have to know stuff like that.
1: You have to. Uh, Especially,
0: he, like, choice routes now. Now it's like, you know, yeah, they call this cadence out, and it's like, all right, you, you're either going to run a sluggo or you're going to run a you know, a post corner. Right. So, like, and, you have to be able to pick which one by reading a guy. And,
1: and D.K. Metcalf, I and mean, he's bred to be an NFL player. Sure. I mean, but I mean, a guy like him and A.J., they've done so much on athleticism alone. Being the third receiver at Ole Miss, I feel like to get open and get the football sometimes, he had to manufacture that's space. That's a good. That's a really so good. That's point. just kind of my thinking. I think once Bold he gets take, there. Bold take, but I like it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I really like I, it. I, I I think the other two are going to have really good careers. Yeah. Um. One worry for me about DK though, remember David Boston? Yeah. Wide receiver. Sure did. And he was he was a, he was a really good wide receiver, and then all of a sudden he got jacked and gigantic, and everybody said he's too big. Yeah. And then he started getting hurt. That's my worry for DK. Sure. I think he could be carrying too much mass. Well,
0: there's never been a wide receiver in the NFL that looks like DK mm, Yeah. There's never. some that have been. You know, shredded and ripped and strong, but never like that picture that floated around Instagram.
1: And Um, usually those things don't ever come to fruition. I hate to say it like that. I mean, not the way they should. But anyway, that's my take. And
0: and to his credit, you know, he's coming off the neck injury. He had to get himself as physically fit as possible. I just wonder why. I mean, I've never had this problem. You've never had this problem. But at some point, I wonder why he didn't look at the mirror and go, do I need to be playing wide receiver? So, But, I mean, I remember when he signed at Ole Miss. I was like, that's a – Mike
1: linebacker. I remember when I coached against him in a JV basketball game one time at oh, Oxford. Oh, I hate and, that for you. And either. we had D one. We had Ty. We Ty had, was a the really, man. Yeah, we had Ty, and it was really close. Did they have Jarkel Jordan. <laughs> he was not because no, that would he, not he, been a fair. He, 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 by the way, coming back to Ole Miss, that's a big deal. I yeah, that's yeah, a big yes, deal, uh, But uh, DK, I remember him. They shot up, shot, and we didn't block him out really well. Yeah, and he jumped over everybody and punched it off two feet. And I remember, kinda Bet kinda, he couldn't do tie like that now. Probably not, but he did that day. <laughs> Did that day. I'm such a Ty Jones. But he was a year stand. older than Ty. I think he was a year older than yeah. Ty, right? Yeah, he's a year older yeah. than Ty, so he's a little bit bigger, a little bit more developed at that time. But sure. Ty was just a freshman. But he we got the better of him. Scratch but, out fresh. Yeah, fresh. <laughs> he's <just> the man. <laughs> anyway. But I will tie. say this. Uh, I'm going to make another prediction. If Dawson Knox is an Indianapolis Colt, he will be a Pro Bowler.
0: Love that. Yeah.
1: That's my next. That's my last one. We can move on from the draft. We're going to, we'll have all the, the stuff oh, from that. Yeah. Next, but, next week, we'll break that. But, break but, draft, I, yeah. but I do think. Um, the best quarterback will not be one of the major conference guys. I think
0: so, too. It always seems like that, man. Like, you see, it's just very rare that that first-round guy pans out over time.
1: Yeah, like who – I don't know who the quarterback at Toledo or South Dakota State was, but there will be somebody along right. those lines That's exactly that right. gets developed by a well, Brian, Bill Belichick or somebody. This.
0: How many guys that – the how many Golden Boys? There's not many Andrew Luck's out there, in other words. You know, Andrew Luck, sure for – I'll never forget this. David Shaw, right after he took over for Jim Harbaugh. Right. Andrew Luck was a sophomore, and they they won a big game. I forget And his numbers weren't great. Be
1: Notre Dame was it? Maybe it may, may
0: have been, but they asked him after the game. So you know, hey, you know, uh, what do you know? How, what about your quarterback play tonight? Because you know Stanford doesn't throw the ball a lot. They're ground and pound. Yeah, they were their West Coast version of old Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he flat out told the report. He said he's the best quarterback in America. And the guys like is a so- who? And I remember sports, center like Scott Van Pelt. He's going up. He's like who? And, and then sure enough, and you know, I'm not a I'm not going to sit here and toot Andrew Luck's horn. He had a great year. He is a fantastic quarterback. But my point is, is those guys that go first, third, ninth, you're right, man. They typically don't have the longevity in their career. Here's the thing, everybody's so high on Baker Mayfield right now because he had such a splash rookie year, sophomore slump. But uh, but here's the th- exactly, you know, in five years, if the Browns are not competing for the AFC North, and you know, playing into the third weekend of the playoffs, people aren't going to remember that year. They're not going to remember, you know. And, and you see much more success amongst guys like Alex Smith, Kirk Cousins, guys, guys that just get picked up a little bit later. That you know, I mean, Drew Brees was a second round draft pick. Yeah.
1: Tom Brady was a six round draft. And pick. the thing about Alex Smith was he was he was one, but it took him f- they, f- a while to develop. <laughs> like like f- that, they stayed years, with him. Yeah, yeah, he finally he had a. Bad injury last year. He did. He really
0: did. I'm actually worried for him. I don't know if he'll ever play again.
1: My worry is that Baker Mayfield will kind of be like Derek Carr with the Raiders. He's hot. He'll get a big contract. And then that's it. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you just kind of – And, you
0: know, it's nothing against Derek Carr. It's just a matter of – it's just history has – seem to prove
1: otherwise. And if these quarterbacks have one year like David Carr had where they get hit a thousand times oh, and they're, they're on their never back, the you're never the same. Ever. Now, I was worried about Andrew Luck a few years ago when he got hit so much. I think him being out for like an entire year helped him.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, no, really did. I, I man, and that that was the smartest thing ever They, you know, they could have brought him back a little early to make a playoff push and he wouldn't have been 100%. Smartest thing they ever did was just let it go. Yeah. I love I, that. I but agree. to to say that same thing, the NFL's changing. And it's moving to this, you know, we want to give them different looks. We want our quarterback to be able to move with his legs. Fast break football. But at the at the same time, Brian, and I'll stay by this. Is, until this changes and until somebody like a Teddy Bridgewater, a Lamar Jackson wins a Super Bowl and they do it multiple times, I'm always going to believe in the guy that can take a five-step drop and throw an 18-yard yard out. There's not many that can. Brees, Rodgers, Luck, Brady. You know, my, my point is, but look what, the, look what those guys' teams do every year. You know, so, anyway, I'm excited about this. But the main reason for I feel like Cliff Kingsbury, new coach of the Arizona Cardinals, is going to take Kyler
1: Murray. I think so, too.
0: He said he has, but then they're keeping it under the vest. Kind of exciting to see that, you know, maybe they don't because, they, you know, they, <laughs> the Cardinals took a
1: quarterback 10th you know overall last you, do year. Do you know who really liked Josh Rosen? Didn't draft him? New York Giants.
0: So we could see a draft night trade.
1: I could. I, th- I think there'll be a, if if they draft Kyle Murray, or if the intention is to draft Kyler Murray, yeah. there'll be a trade before it happens. Oh yeah. I mean, you don't. You don't. <clears throat> I don't think you hold on to Josh Rosen. If you draft, you know what I'm saying. That's like, the dumbest Like, like thing you ever. get rid of him tonight, you don't hold on to him no. for next year's draft. I well, and
0: you're just creating controversy, kind of yeah. like Hugh Jackson did with yeah. Baker Mayfield and Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Why are you not playing Baker Mayfield?
1: It's nothing against Tyrod. It's just this guy gives you a better chance. To win and I, I would, I think, if I was a Giants fan, uh, I mean, I love Eli Manning. Don't get me wrong, but I think if I was a Giants fan, I would really be excited about a Saquon Barkley, Josh Rosen future more so than the twilight of Eli. With true that because I mean Saquon Barkley is insanely good, and. Yeah if you have Eli for this year and then you develop another quarterback for another two to three years, you've missed out on a running back's prime. And if you're the Giants,
0: you've already got the sixth pick. So, you know, you've got to kind of see if, indeed, that trade does go down. There's no telling what they can get on the other side of this. Oh, absolutely. And, of course, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. But I'm I'm interested to see – and what I want to do next week, and you'll have to remind me of this, I want to break down, not necessarily who the experts thought had the best draft, but who – you and I thought had the best draft. And I'm boring in this regard. I think whoever gets
1: whoever gets Joe Thomas is well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying.
0: Whoever get whoever gets, you know, four three interior linemen, a rock star, legal problems, defensive end, those <laughs> that's the team that's gonna have a chance because they're they're protecting their quarterback. But anyway, we'll break that down for you next week. Also, Brian, I'm I feel terrible for this because I am a baseball coach. Uh, by volunteerism, not trade. <laughs> um, but I I I've been, I watch the Braves. That's what I do. Right. Uh, I don't do, get to do it nightly. They're on most nights. They're fun to watch, man. There's, oh, I love this young team. Gosh, I love them, man. Reminds me of another young team in the early '90s with the Braves. So, Ozzie Albie's and um and Ronald Acuna had the same kind of kinship that Chipper and Andrew Jones had. And, yeah. You know, and it's just this young movement that I love. Freddie it, Freeman,
1: or Terry Pendleton.
0: Yes. <laughs> That's so right. The old man. Nick Marcakis is David Justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, I don't know about that comparison. Yeah. I don't, anyway, I don't either. But from him, yeah. yeah anyway. Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> uh, but, no, the, the the division standings for baseball right now, early in the season, about 24, 25 games in. Uh, the Rays are actually in the lead in the NLE, or AL East, best record in baseball, 16-9. and nine, um, If
1: which, they don't have a Steve Irwin night, they're doing it wrong
0: so could not agree more man that that's that's, that's yeah. i'm so glad you said that <laughs> uh the twins kind of a shocker there in the the al central and then the astros which kind of everybody kind of expected they're good uh they're good they're leading the al west you've got the mets uh leading the nl east the cardinals leading the uh nl central and then the diamondbacks leading the nl west uh two of these divisions i need to just wanted to speak on real quick The Rays are in the lead right now. I can't tell you how many times this has happened over a – this is the AL East East. in a nutshell. Boston and New York are always good. They're always really good. They always spend a lot of money on players. There's always one team outside of those two teams that has a special year. And it's a really special year if they can remain in that hunt after, say, July. It's never the Orioles. It is never the Orioles, like one time maybe. But the Rays, <laughs> the Blue Jays, they've done it. They've done it several times. And it's just a matter of whether they can hang on at the end. Because the Red Sox and Yankees always start to figure it out around July and August. And then that's when you run out of steam, you know, if you're if you're the Rays or the Blue Jays. and but, They better look
1: out know, right now because the Yankees are still in the thick of things. Oh, yeah. And they are, they're they playing guys I've never heard of. Uh,
0: exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean. They're, so when they're, they get healthy, you, the Yankees are going to be the Yankees. The Red Sox are going to be the Red
1: Sox. They got one mainstay there, though. The death taxes and CeCe Sabathia throwing 200 innings a year.
0: I hope his swan songs a good one because he's a chubby athlete. I want him hit, I want him athletes. to
1: hit a bomb in his last <laughs> interleague game. I want it to be game 7 of the World Series and they're that playing in National so so Park sick, and CeCe dude. has to pinch hit <laughs> and he hits a bomb. It in like the 17th inning. <laughs> we got this uh 125 hitting utility <laughs> infielder or oh, we got Big Man over here. Let let him take a hack.
0: <laughs> but uh the other divisions the inner east obviously. I The toughest division in baseball. Yeah, it is. Nats, Nats, Mets, uh, Phillies, and Braves all are going to be. The Phillies were in
1: Colorado when I was out there playing. You you didn't get see. I didn't get. I didn't get to my schedule didn't line up. I was too busy eating Denver biscuit co. But uh, (laughs) which I didn't get. to. But uh, everybody out there had some Harper jerseys. I mean, that's really a big deal. I mean, I I I bet I saw
0: that's crazy two
1: to three dozen Bryce Harper jerseys.
0: But you know what? He is a Vegas kid. Mm -hmm. I could see a lot of people. You know. Making that trek over, yeah. I, remember, well, I don't know what that is. Probably what two, and Denver hours? has a lot of
1: transplant folks. True that. It's it's uh, There's that. a lot of corporations. There's a lot of people that move in from the outside. Yeah, my sister so. lives
0: 45 minutes from Denver. It's a pretty so. place, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, also, on the sports side of things, it is week 93 of the NBA playoffs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's still going on. They last forever, dude. Like three months. So before playoffs. we before we talk about the playoffs, <laughs> I have to actually talk about the playoffs. I've never been less interested. Now the games are fun. Yeah I enjoy I'm watching sure. I enjoy watching the games, but and here's why the first round is always let me phrase it, is usually usually status quo. Yeah. I mean the Pistons were seventeen and eighteen point underdogs against the Bucks. An eighteen point line in an NBA playoff in an though. NBA playoff game. Yeah. I mean, you know, um the grizzlies aren't playing, the Bronze at home. Um the thing I'm ready for, I'm I'm ready for the collision course. Rockets Warriors. Yeah, it's I got, think it's, it's, it's got, happening. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. If if, if it doesn't happen,
0: the playoffs are a, then it, a the, wash. Yeah, and
1: the, and the Warriors are done. I mean, if that if that happens, yeah, but,
0: I think so too. Uh, but
1: that, the James Harden right now is as tough as it is to watch at times. He is uh, a transcendent talent offensively right now. Like that, we I don't I really don't know if we've seen anything. It's crazy with the ball in his hands. Now he's unguardable. He really with, is with, unguardable with the rules of the game today and hand check and the steps and like yeah. having things called like gather steps and picking up the ball and like you get two steps. Out, I mean, you can't guard him. If you put right. your hands on him, free throws are going in. If you give him any space, a shots getting up. And if you get into him, he's going to drive right by you. So yeah. it's,
0: it's it's amazing. It really is, and it's almost. I don't want to say it's gone underappreciated because they talk about him every night, but. It's underappreciated to me. Like I'll look back 10 years be like, man, that guy was good. Right. He was so good. He's a top whatever player, you know. But the matchups. Yeah. Give him to me. I kind of uh, gosh, I'm so I'm so I'm such a a boring individual. I'm so old school in terms of like I don't care about like splash stuff. But anyway, Bucks Celtics, best team in the East versus what everybody thought was going to be the best team in the East.
1: And this would have been a hell of a matchup in like 1981. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> true uh, I've got I, I want your prediction I, I Bucks Celtics Bucks Nobody on the planet Can guard Giannis I'm going and, Celtics And he can guard everybody That's true He can he guard, guard two every, people He can guard two people <laughs> Arms like Dahl's aim
0: I'm going Celtics I like I they look good. In the, I thought they
1: look good in the first round.
0: Uh, I think they've got a game changer in Kyrie Irving. We've seen it before in the playoffs.
1: Um, he is also almost unguardable with the basketball in his hands.
0: And I think that Gordon Hayward has finally started to get his stride back. So I, I'm in, I'm interested in this series a little bit uh, for that reason. I mean, of course, I want to see. I'm not going to watch game one. I'm not going to watch game two, but I'll watch game six. And I'll seven.
1: tune in when a uh, when a. Team loses on their home court. Yes. The, that's that's kind of when I get interested. When a team to, loses on their home court, say that's stuff when, that's that I is, think of and can't verbalize. That's when the series starts. That's right. Mm, yeah. Gosh, that's good, Brian. <laughs> um, the, the second game. Mr. Cliche across <laughs> the way over here.
0: <laughs> the second game, Sixers Raptors. Nah. I cared nothing about this one.
1: I'm um, going Raptors. I am too. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm I, do, too. I don't believe in. Kyle Lowry, I rue the day that Drake roots for a team that I ever oh, actually gosh. cheer for. But uh, uh, I just like the Raptors. I do, I do too.
0: I, th- I think they've got the best player on the floor. I think Kawhi Leonard's the best overall player on the floor And I think when they play the Sixers. And uh, they've got a good coach. Uh,
1: got yes. A good coach. Uh, Kawhi's really good. And I think – they will effectively guard and not guard Ben Simmons. Yeah, and we don't know about the health of Embiid either. And, 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 and there's
0: I, just always turmoil with the Sixers, you know?
1: And I want to speak to something real quick before we finish up these matchups. Everybody always says, well, Ben Simmons can't shoot, so you should play off of him. Here's the bad thing about playing off of a guy like Ben Simmons. He is a world-class passer. A world-class passer will space. Because if you give a world-class passer five five feet, ten feet, they will pick you apart. I don't care. I don't That's care if point. they can't shoot it or not. Uh, there's nothing worse than, like, being a good passer and somebody being all up on you, and you can't make the pass you want to make. You just got to pass it. You know, you got to get rid of it. Right. You know, so I would kind of question the stay off of Ben Simmons Saints because he will will literally pick you apart if he can. That's a
0: fantastic take.
1: You're on fire today, man. Thanks, man. I I, I had a lot to think about. Well, I'm glad. Man, you're really (laughs) killing it today.
0: Uh, In the surprise of the playoffs so far, still a first-round matchup going on. Uh, <laughs> everybody's favorite to win it is locked into going into a game six in L.A. The Golden State Warriors are at the L.A. Clippers. I think that is tonight. Tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow. They played last it's night. It's tomorrow. That's yeah, right. Uh, so, no excuse for the Clippers to be winning two games at Golden State. But.
1: Game planning. Uh, yeah. Taking taking away something that a team always gets. That's right. And they always Excuse me. They always get KD with the ball, isolated, getting any shot he wants. When you take that away, now it makes it a little bit more difficult. Now, they still have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Yeah. They'll figure it out. But it's not a good matchup for them. No. I mean, you know what I mean? And In the NBA basketball, every, I mean, phrase this, every level of basketball, when it comes down from playoffs, when things are game planned and you're really scheming, right. comes down to matchups. It really does. And you can tell that the the Clippers
0: have really done a good job of – Figuring out what they've had to do. I can take – Patrick Beverly, I, I saw this on Twitter. Earlier, so this is so good. Dragonfly Jones. He, it's a good, he, it's he, a good follow, by the way. He, it's such a good follow. But he tweeted out, Patrick Beverly is the guy that comes to the, comes to the cage and plays eight pickup games in a row and is stinking and sweating all over and then asks everybody for change to get a cab
1: home. Yeah. <laughs> That's Patrick Beverly. Well, you know, and for an NBA game, 48-minute game – um the first 42 to 44 minutes, teams just run their offense. That's right. And the last four, they exploit matchups. When the game is on the line, yeah. they exploit the matchups. And the Warriors' matchup that they always go to by default is give the ball to our seven-foot guy who can shoot it over and everybody. And yeah. Yeah. So when they go iso-ball more times than not, Durant has the ball in his hands. When they run sets, Clay Thompson is the one to get shots.
0: The Curry's, handling, Curry's the handling the ball. Curry's handling
1: the ball. So for 44 minutes, they're doing that. But when it comes down to four minutes – and they, they, the game tightens up, and it's just, KD's got the ball, and you've taken him away. What do you do? Because Steph is amazing, but he's six foot three, and he can't get his shot off. That's no, right. he can get it off from anywhere, but contested stuff. Put Giannis on, on Steph Curry, and tell me what happens.
0: Oh my, no, it's, really, it's really tough. You know, yes. especially when
1: they're on an island, one on one. So my point is, that's why this game is this series is competitive. They've taken away the, the last four minutes of the game.
0: This is an upset I want to see. I want to, and I don't think it's going to happen.
1: I would be cool if they didn't. I would be cool the, if they didn't. The
0: Golden State's got two chances to win one game. They're going to win They're one gonna win game. They're going to win one game. But I just – I love this. I love what the Clippers are doing. I'm mean, I tell you, I'm There's okay guys that are playing way over their head. Lou Williams has been in the league since 1973 and just <laughs> is playing out of his
1: mind. Same age as Monte. That's right. Yeah. And look what he's still – I mean – But that's what I'm saying. It's same, crazy to me They that played against each other in high school. It really high-tech game. That's crazy. Yeah. But
0: – Montres Harrell. I mean, they just, they've got guys playing over their head. He's a I dog. Yeah. I love that, man. But anyway, uh, on, on the other side of that, we're waiting on get done. Denver and San Antonio, kind of a mess series for me. I don't really care about who wins that one. I'm hoping Pop does. I, I, like, I, like, I, I like Pop, too. I like Pop. But I think the, the winner's done after next round. Absolutely. Uh, and then the last one. This one will actually be fun. Portland and Houston. Uh, I expect Houston to win. I think we're like you said; everybody's yeah. headed for a Houston and Golden State collision course. But let me tell you, if there's a,
1: if there's somebody <laughs> on the planet as hot as James Harden, it is Dame Lillard. Do not call this guy out. Do if not. you've
0: got a gun and he's got a knife, don't trust your gun. Yeah, because this guy is not playing he'll, around. He'll, right a, he'll
1: rip your heart out.
0: And I love that. I love what I, I spoke about this on a pod tour ago, where he he just he loves Portland. He wants to stay there. They love him.
1: So cool, so cool. If I was to see him, what I would stay okay. there too. I mean, it's a really cool place. No kind of free thinking. Kind of you know, his, fits his lifestyle. And the other Voodoo Donuts is up there. <sighs> no kidding, man. Anyway, don't remind <laughs> well, me. Well, you know, the NBA playoffs been going on. There's yes. A, there's another set of playoffs. A little bit more regional for us. Yes. MHSAA high school baseball playoffs round two round starting.
0: Two. Not tonight. Supposed to be tonight. Definitely not tonight.
1: Mother Nature wins again.
0: Yes, but tomorrow night, uh, round two game ones. Brian, uh, our, gotta, yeah. my beloved wave are out. That's okay. uh, shout out to coach Justin Reed for getting right. through a season with really, really tough injuries and what so you know so forth. It was a year, injury plagued year, it had, it, really the, was. it had not
1: been the case; it would have been a different season. For
0: and him. got a ton of underclassmen. They'll be back. Nobody so left. we're going to go with five A. In the yeah. no, I, want, I want you to we'll start. Do you have and, those, and we'll run
1: through them real quick. Yeah, I got them right here in my hand. I came prepared for once. Thanks. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Germantown, Lewisburg. Germantown. That's a tough one because you know Lewisburg traditionally is awesome, but and, but, but yeah. rightfully so. Good pick. Um, Germantown, in Mississippi, is like Germantown, Tennessee. They got really good basketball. True programs. that. Yeah. True yeah. that. It's yeah. Madison Town. You yeah. Know. yeah. They like uh, that. South Neshoba. Oh. Neshoba Central. South Okay. I like that. Eric Reynolds. Shout out. ER. Man, that guy can hit a softball. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Center Hill Lafayette. I'm going Lafayette. Okay. I like that pick. I like that pick. Uh, you got any reasoning behind it? Just kind of a hunch. Coach John Walker just got a job over there. Been in New Albany forever.
0: Uh, has kind of really put that, not, I want to say put him on the map. Uh, because Lafayette's had good baseball in the past. They've had some state championships, but Justin Woodall. They they oh my gosh. Don't remind me. But they uh they they they've had some down years, so it's good to see them back in. So I'm going with Lafayette.
1: I like that. Um OB Ridgeland.
0: My boy Cade Hoggard.
1: Keysters. Keysters. Okay. Keisters. Keisters, like Keisters in two. Keisters in two. Sorry, Cade. Is it a best of three? I'm just It kidding. is a best of three. But <laughs> Wish it was a best two. of five. <laughs> Keisters in two. <laughs> All right, 4 uh 4A, Pottotok. Daddy Ball. Okay. Pico, Hop, Hayden doing their thing. Yes, sir. Okay. They sure are. Caledonia New Hope. New Hope. That's a close
0: they're, they're, It's a good one. That's, that's gonna it. be a good one. New Hope New Hope's probably the favorite in Foreign. There will be year. gigantic crowds at both of these Oh my games. god. I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: L- the fence to fence. Yeah, l- that, literally. It'll be big. Uh leak central Ripley. Ripley in two. Okay. Amory Rosafort. Can I, can I be right here when I look at the four A playoffs? What now? When I look at the four A playoffs, Rosa Ford beat. <laughs> I know Amory beat Tish. Yeah, I don't know who Rosa beat, but that's what it says here on my thing. So I think no, no, that's right. Well, I saw it in the paper. Well, earlier. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta just make a proclamation here when I look at these high school baseball teams in four A. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> Hard choices. One's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm well, going. I'm Amory. getting rid of League Central because Rosa Ford's near <laughs> to <tune> go. <gun. I'm laughs> <one of them. laughs> <laughs> League Central Carthage I don't care about Carthage anyway, but You know what I bet I like was. Amory in that
0: one I, I bet Rosa Fort Was the one And matched up With the four Out of that Caledonia New- It was probably yeah, yeah. And It was Lewis Four, who's yeah. not very strong right. So I mean That makes sense But I got Amory Just No glad, doubt
1: I'm glad it wasn't M.S. Palmer Who we didn't get the gloves to oh, God, Anyway man. 3A Got a Hatley North Pontotoc
0: North Pontotoc Is that North Pontotoc Death taxes yeah. Chad Anthony in, yeah. in 3A playoffs Man he's going to get it done
1: Nettleton Boonville
0: mm, Joe Coon's going to hate me I'm going with Boonville Okay but okay. I got to. They're young. They, man, they, they, he's, they've overachieved. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, Nettleton's overachieved this year. Uh, they're young. Uh, he's got a rock star sophomore in Davis. They're going to be really good, yeah. They're going to be really good. Hang with them. They're going to make this, this series interesting. They will. Uh, if they can win a game with Davis on the mound, watch out. There's no telling what can happen. But Boomville's battle-tested, uh, deep run last year. I, I have a lot of respect for their program. They're gonna, I think they're going to win this series. But
1: what do you think about uh, – just give me some winners here. Houston, Water Valley. Houston, no doubt. Shout out to Reed Flowers, my guy. Yeah. Assistant coach there. K- uh, Kasuth Spagatek. Ooh, I'm going south. Okay.
0: I've seen them both play.
1: I like south better. I see the fire in your eyes right there. You're confident. I like that. I couldn't help it. Yeah, okay. 3A. <laughs> uh, let's see. That was 3A. That was 2A. Philly, East Union. East Union. Yeah. No, N2. Yeah, Urchin. Easy. The way. Ingemar, Riverside. Ingemar. Ingemar. Um, Union at Cairn City. City. Okay. I saw them play over the weekend. They're good. New Sight Lake. I don't know how good Lake he is, but I
0: can tell you that Andy McGregor has New Sight absolutely fired They're, they're confident, They are playing with so much confidence. Uh, I'm going New Sight in three.
1: Okay. I, I like think that. their,
0: their pitch is going to get them there. I really think so.
1: They could never be Royals. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Lake. Uh, 1A. Smithville, Pine Grove.
0: Uh, Smithville, no doubt.
1: Yeah, they got the stud. Jared, I mean, they're gonna win game he's one. Game one. Yeah, <laughs>
0: if you can win game one, you can play three.
1: Yeah, and if you don't walk him four times in game two, it's, you probably gonna lose in game two. That's right. All right, TCPS at Myrtle.
0: TCPS
1: in two. Who's the coach? Baseball coach at Myrtle.
0: I used to know this. Is it Robert, Gordon's Robert Gordon? Robert, Robert Gordon's Gordon. Robert still there? Yeah. Okay, uh, he's been there. Does a Does a good job. Yeah, he does a really good job. I just think TCPS got a little more this year. Right. Hiker Flat, West Union, West Union, no doubt. Sorry, Andy Dillard. Sorry, Andy.
1: It's okay. Uh, they're West loaded. Simmons.
0: West Union's it's upperclassmen loaded. Man, they're they, they've got college players. I mean, it's
1: and we got a know. real good basketball game as far as baseball games go. Biggersville Simmons,
0: basketball or baseball? Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I'm going. I'm going Biggersville. Biggersville. Yeah, yeah, I'm Biggersville. I'm going them too. Well, that's, so, that's a pretty good roundup.
0: Yeah, we, we we talked about this last week. The games get good this week. Yeah, yeah, they they get good, and then next week, good night. They'll get even better. You know. So anyway, but. Uh, Deal real quick on, and I needed to ask this. Uh, I've got to mention this before we go to break. Brian, do you recall the t shirts that I did for a fundraiser? I hate to say I because I'm, I'm a wee person, I'm a team mm-hmm. person, but that I designed for our soccer fundraiser at Ponotok about three years ago with the zip code. Yeah. And yeah. the grapes on the side mm-hmm. 38863. Mm hmm. There are about 11 schools in northeast Mississippi who have done this shirt now with their zip code, and I hadn't seen a single red cent of royalties on any of these. Started with Adam Kirk. He did it at Ripley the following year, and I'm talking about they made a killing.
1: But anyway, Mm, same colors. No, he probably just ripped off the numbers. Well, no,
0: I would tell you, he actually made a better shirt than I did. His says three. Eight six six three. That's their zip code at Ripway, and then it says Rip City on the back in the Portland logo. So, well, I mean, he, so he
1: so he, let me, let me get this. so he ripped mine. and made this, it better. Let me get this straight. He ripped off two of y'all. <laughs>
0: yeah, he, yeah, he ripped off. Come Trailblazers and me. Come on, Adam. I'm happy to see people doing that, man. I thought, me I'm, too. I'm glad he, it was imitation
1: a, is the greatest form of flattery. I agree.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I saw one at New site and I actually asked Andy and Andy about it. So
1: it's good to see that nobody's wearing my Ultimate Warriors design <laughs> from a few years ago. <laughs> i have still got that shirt. Vandiver told me I could never design shirts again after that. It was like man... Nobody bought these.
0: And then he and I got into it because he wanted to steal my ideas. Well, you can't do this. Anyway, we're going to go to a quick break and everybody's favorite segment this time of year. We're going to come back with some Game of Thrones recap and preview. We'll be right back. There must be lights burning brighter, some Got to be birds flying higher in a sky more blue. If I can dream of a better land where all my brothers walk hand in hand, tell me why. Oh, why, oh, why can't my dream come true? Oh, why? There must be life. Burning brighter <laughs> I love that song, dude the Such favorite, a good song Favorite
1: son of Tupelo
0: Yes, my boy My my boy's cousin He's your boy's cousin? Yeah
1: Okay I'm Kirk, It really is Kirk's cousin <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs>
0: It's not one of those Yeah, it's my cousin I was trying to
1: think back like, Oh, man, you're a, you're a Presley dog. <laughs> <laughs> me for a second Man, you know, speaking of Tupelo Before we start talking about Game of Thrones i got to ask you something kind of yeah. I'm always driving back and forth around the city Just like everybody else Oh, yeah is. No doubt <laughs> There are a few things that bother me about our city. Like logistically, I don't think we're planned really well. Okay, and I'm I got a couple, and I want you to give me at least one or two. I do not like the turning in and out situation of the Panda Express by the mall. It's so bad. I would love to go eat there much more often. If
0: their honey, if their honey nut walnut shrimp wasn't so good, I'd never go.
1: I am scared to turn out of there. You can't. You can only go right. You're right, and it's right by the intersection by Logan. So you turn right, and you're right at a light. So you can't get out there.
0: I got to tell you a neat story about that real quick. It's the worst but, man. I,
1: I did, How am I to get that, my orange chicken?
0: I had that the other day. It happened to me. I, I did the two meat one one side, and yeah. I always go chow mein. Always go chow mein. Not that the rice isn't good. I just I'm a chow mein guy. Yeah. But anyway, I got the uh, I got the honey walnut shrimp and the black pepper chicken, and then I got the chow mein. I'm excited. My this was during my cheat
1: weekend. And you waited forty seven minutes. Turn right.
0: Uh, uh, well, I did that. Of course, exactly. There's this smoking hot chick like that's like the hey yeah you can go ahead and like she like waved me forward right to pull out into traffic brian i hit that curb <laughs> i'm talking like it w- you would have thought i was driving a tractor <laughs> i hit it with two wheels but that that better really my, happened to me whole, man whole stuff it's so crazy
1: now. you bring that up man because that that is so true with that and my second one and people that are listening know this the Crosstown Kroger is awesome. Best Kroger ever.
0: It really is. They got sushi in yeah, there. Man, it's so good, it's too. Good.
1: The Nippon Special is really good. Y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. But the, the, the thing that pisses me off about the Kroger <laughs> is there are eight pumps at the Kroger gas station, and they're so close together, you can't get gas at the same time as another human unless you back up rear end That's to rear so end. true. It is true.
0: And everybody's got a Kroger card and wants those points.
1: Yeah. I actually, I'm not... I, I go there like when I when nobody's there. I mean, <laughs> I mean my
0: mom and me and my sister and how we are all on the same card. So whenever we get the good points built up, it's always a race to see who can get over there to get like seventy five cents off of gas. I had two. But you're right.
1: I had two rules that I kind of live by in terms of like driving rules. If there is nobody at the Kroger or at Crosstown, I get gas no matter what. No matter what, I don't care just what go, time it is. Even if you got to just top it off. Yeah, if I got top it off. And the other one <laughs> used to be. If I was driving by the new Taco Bell in Pontiac and nobody was in the drive-through, I went. I've lived by that before. Because <laughs> it's so packed all the time and, and so slow. Sorry. No kidding. But anyway, what we'll, what we'll grind your gears?
0: All right. One since birth, since I can remember as a child. <laughs> crosstown train, Just man.
1: Tennessee Valley Authority. Literally
0: that sign when that was put up. That's how long I've been upset about this. That crosstown train. I can't. I mean, that sets so much crap in motion, as far as congested traffic.
1: For, for minutes like, after. Well, time. and here's really? the
0: reason for it. Most people that are traveling inside the Tupelo city limits, like you're going to cross where that Crosstown train is twice. Yeah. You're either going to get it on Elizabeth Street. You're going to get it um, on Eason out by Plannersville. You're going to get it in Plannersville. And if you don't catch it at the right time, and this is this is no joke, I've been running errands before. I have left Plannersville and caught it right there in Plannersville, like across from the Plannersville Verona yeah. bottom. And like gone into town in Tupelo and ran a quick errand and come back across and caught it
1: again. The real game is to when you pull to the intersection and you hear the train, but you don't know which way it's coming from. Which way should I go? Should I turn right behind Walgreens and cut through the? the well, there's there's or secrets. Sh- or should I go by the uh, the Salvation Army? Like you can cut through right. there real fast. You there's, can cut through there's, JPs there's, like real fast. There's three
0: sides that you can do something about it. You can do well. I text you, yeah. There's three on the on the west side of town side you can take the right before Walgreens by that Cash Advances right, place and I go around there. the car wash. Right. If you're coming from South Gloucester, you can take a left on that same street and cut across Maine. Uh, and if you're coming from South Maine, or excuse me, or you can take the right and go down uh, Carnations. what it is, where yeah. Salvation Army yes. is. But uh, if you're coming from North Gloucester, you at that train. You're there. If you once you cross Jefferson Street, you might as well settle in at Strand because you can't go. You can't
1: go right by OJPs because you catch it there. That's right. And you can't. I mean, you can go left and you can go hang out at the First Baptist Church. <laughs> yes, there's and walk no around easy leered, way. That's about it. So. But that's
0: that's what. And then I'll tell you the other one. And this one's this is just this is not a really gear grinding thing, but I've always been fascinated that we technically here in Tupelo have our own bypass. Mm-hmm. It was a man made not mandated by state law it's just kind of the way the words were, were bleh, roads worked out but eason excuse me let me start here auburn road okay coming across maine turns into Easton.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: eason then turns into cliff gookin as you get into
1: tupelo and then it becomes and coley. then it becomes
0: coley and then now North it loop. even becomes the northern loop barnes crossing loop i want it connected to auburn road just saying so you get a true bypass, and then I th- but the reason I say that is if you do that, I think you could eventually get some situations where you could get some maybe some three lane with a turn lane, some four lane traffic, maybe even some five lane traffic. You know, because that's a that's outside of Gloucester, and Maine. That's the busiest road in Tupelo, any yeah. close. So you know, that's it. Kind of grinds my gears.
1: Yeah, well, those are pretty good ones, <laughs> M- Jason, Mr. Shelton, if you are listening. <laughs> we need a tunnel under Maine for that intersection. Oh, so bad. We need a better way to get out of the Panda Express.
0: In his neck of the woods, we need a turn lane on Easton. So yeah, bad, we do. We I to. won't have to worry about it after like a week yeah. or two because I'm moving. But yeah, well, sorry, I got a sidetracked. No, no, it's cool, man. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about some Game of Thrones, man. Let's episode do it. two, much better than episode one. I, t- I said it last week and wasn't ashamed to say it. That was the worst episode. Episode one of season eight was the worst episode I'd seen yet of the whole se- all the seasons. Okay. Uh, simply because, like I said, it was an information episode. All the characters in the episode were just finding out stuff that we already knew. This episode di- did a little bit of that, but it divulged a little more. And it previewed the end, in other
1: words. The beginning of the end.
0: The beginning of the end, yes. Uh, like, well, so... <sighs> the episode started with Jamie Lannister facing all the people that he pissed off for seven seasons. Right. Um... I don't know how I feel about Jamie's story, but it is one that I think is kind of cool. It's a redemption story. You think about the, back to like season one, season two, how much you hated Jamie. and because he was, you know, he was he was like, he was like grown up um, uh, King Joffrey. He was like, he was right. like the older version of Joffrey. So you're like this guy, and he, uh, he tried to kill Bronn, which knowing what I know now, I kind of wish he wouldn't. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's kind of cool to see him come back, and you know he. He, oh, by the way, this is spoiler time.
1: Spoilers. Yeah, If you haven't if heard you hadn't it. If you did not watch it's four days okay. after. Yeah, so now we're going to talk about some things. Okay, yeah. here we go.
0: But anyway, <laughs> uh, he knighted Brienne. I thought that was cool. Uh, you he, thought it was
1: cool? I thought it was kind of corny.
0: It, it was. It was. And I'm going to tell you why it, it was corny to it me. It needed to happen. But, but well, let me say this. I don't necessarily think that the knighting of Brienne was cool. I thought the round table of all the secondary that characters was cool. was cool. And that was just kind of something that happened. Yeah. Because there were some funny... Conversations in that in that roundtable too. Tormund. Tormund just that guy's that guy's
1: crazy a weirdo.
0: <laughs> but one thing I want to mention about that man that that roundtable is reason I brought up Brienne. It kind of looked like that those characters. You know, you think about those characters that were in that room. They've always kind of been the help to somebody else, and they made a, an interesting comment. You know, at one point, everybody in that room was trying to kill the Starks. Now here they are defending Winterfell. It looks like, and this is kind of general consensus among fans, I don't know how I feel about it because I still have a glimmer of hope that they're not going to just stay what everybody thinks, but it looks like all of those characters finally met their character
1: arc, and they're probably going to die. Yeah, I I feel like it was kind of everybody saying their last goodbye.
0: Yeah, it was a swan song for just about all of the characters in that room. I want to say Tyrion.
1: I feel Yeah, there. It's. I, I'm, I'm going to be wrong when I say this. I like, hope you are. I, I hope
0: we're right. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I'm going to be wrong when I say this, but I feel like what <sighs> the ones in that room were not the ones that stake claim to the throne. No, you know no. what I mean. There they was, don't have a chance at the throne. Yeah, there was nobody there that yeah, I would look look at and go, oh, they're going to lead this thing at the end. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, so they.
0: Unless it's Tyrion.
1: By default. By default. Like, I could see something like that. Well, he
0: was he was the most recognizable character in the room. Right. He was the one that had the most importance of anybody in the room, I guess you could say. But, interesting note on that, and this is kind of a spoiler, this is kind of like a foreshadowing, and I had to do some research on this. It was either season six or season seven, Tyrion touches one of the dragons. Now, so far, the only people that we know of that have been able to touch the dragons... Daenerys, John, and then when I once I watched this thirty-three minute YouTube video, I realized that Tyrion also touched the dragons. Well, knowing what we know now, It'd be a John Boy is a Targaryen. What if, for some reason, Tyrion is a Targaryen? Because just based on lineage, Sam told John that he was the rightful heir to the throne. But that's not necessarily true if Tyrion is a Targaryen because he would be the older male, highest heir. Right. That's why I thought that he – and that, I, got, I got into some stuff, Brian. I, I watched some clips. Did, did you get down the uh, I, Reddit I, rabbit hole? I, man, it was a 2 a.m. type of deal, and I was like, all right, I got to go to bed. But I was ready to watch episode three as soon as I went to bed. But um, I thought they did such a good job of foreshadowing the rest of this season. Because now, moving forward, we've got four episodes left. There's no more... Is this one a long one coming up? Hour and 22 minutes. Hour and 22, okay. And previewed to be the longest battle scene in the history of cinema
1: or television. Ba- you remember more what I... More so than the Battle of Helms Deep. Yes, yeah. yes.
0: I mean, he actually mentions those. I think it... I. I, I hope... I hope, Brian... That we're looking at, like, if it's an hour and twenty-two minutes, I want sixteen minutes of conversation plot points, and then I want a hundred. I want an hour and six minutes of sword swinging. Yeah, I
1: want zero minutes of awkward sex scenes this time. Yes, <laughs> please, Aria, <laughs> don't do that again.
0: Uh, by the way, episode one, I knew Gendry had gotten big because of the, you know, of his, his trade. Obviously, he's a blacksmith and a swordsmith. Uh, but it really, unfortunately, kind of shows
1: exactly how strong and, like, jacked up this guy is now. You remember me before we started talking about the final season? I said you, Ginger was going to get him some this season. You did. I did. And I'm – was surprised. That it. was an episode that
0: I made. I'm so glad that, like, my mom doesn't watch the show.
1: I know. Because I'd have been like,
0: oh, man. It made me uncomfortable watching it by myself. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, because
1: you know why? You still picture Arya as, like, Fourteen years old. I do because we saw her. I mean, she was so young, and that, that's kind yeah. of creepy. I mean, she's a twenty-two-year-old, and woman. Gendry's always looked like she's twenty-four. In, yeah, in real life, she's twenty-two. He's yeah. thirty-one. Yeah, I think. And in the show, she's eighteen, and he might be similar to the same. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's yeah, no. I mean, I'm, I'm on the same page. But I will say something that I thought was kind of funny. That one one of my favorite scenes was the round table where they were oh, all yeah. sitting in front of the fire, and you know they were running out of wine and stuff like that. <laughs> and they were said uh, Tyrion said somebody, like, should, somebody should sing a song, and everybody kind of ho hummed it. And then Podrick busted out, it, like kills it. What? Like dropping some Lionel Richie's flow on you us. You would be my, you'd be my Podrick, <laughs> because if we were there and we were all hanging out, like I could see like Tommy being like, "No man, I'm not singing." John John be like, "No," and all of a sudden look over there at McKenna, mm. <laughs> you would be that guy. <laughs> like hell, ain't nobody gonna sing. <laughs> I've been that guy you before, have. I really. Have yeah, man. yeah, you have. And you but like be- that was,
0: I thought that was cool. And I, I actually liked how Padraig sang it throughout the... And, you know, kind of like what we talked about. All right, now, talk about character arcs ending. It, like, like you said, it kind of was like his way of saying... That song was sentimental enough, like, to say goodbye to some of those people. Right. The one that I did not want to say goodbye to that I think we're... I'm afraid we're about to say goodbye to is Sam. Yeah. Maybe not Sam, but definitely Gilly. Gilly. And hopefully not Little Sam, obviously, but... One thing about Gilly that I, I needed to mention: this, the whole first two episodes, everybody that's not going to fight, everybody keeps saying, "Well, you know, go down to the Crips; it's going to be the safest spot. Something tells me the Crips ain't going to be that safe because they wouldn't be sending everybody down there if if
1: I feel like you can't get out; you, they're going to get trapped. It's not like Lord of the Rings where they like they go hid and then they can get out the back. Oh yeah, you know, or you know,
0: or, like or, yeah. or Troy, like where the Spartans—I mean, yeah. not the Trojan Horse—but like they. You know, the like where they had the little tunnels and you know, they could get the, the important people out of there. Who's the guy that was a coward in Troy? Orlando Bloom's character? Not Hector. Hector died. His little brother that stole Yeah oh, the bearded oh, yeah. guy's wife, yeah. Agamemnon. Paris? Paris. Yeah. Paris. Yeah. Like him. He had a escape route. I don't think there's a escape route in King in Winter in Winterfell. Let me say this. And I think we mentioned it last week. I think we're going to see one of two things. As far as battles are concerned, the White Walkers are going to come into Winterfell and absolutely wreck shop, annihilate the majority of the castle and the majority of the people protected by it with those main characters and important people somehow escaping to the Iron Islands to be defended by Yara, and, you know, they can't right. cross the water. I think we're set up for that. Or, somehow, the people of Winterfell decide, or not decide, but that they, they, they fate happens that they defeat the White Walkers. Either way, it still sets up a second battle at King's Landing. Yep. Or the Iron Islands. So, I think we're two battles left no matter what. I, my my only
1: kind of real thought about predicting that far ahead, you know, because I'm just sure. trying to you know, I'm trying to wrap my head around everything else. I feel like one of two things is going to happen. Uh, there's going to be the big battle, like you said, and there's going to be a whoever's left versus like Cersei. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Or, and yeah. then, or like, I really agree with that. Or that's like, I could also see a situation where like Daenerys decides to do something. Oh, yeah. Like she sees John, we're about to win this, and John's going to be the right flayer to the throne. Uh huh.
0: And she's not going like to like that. And she's
1: not going to like that. I could see her. Doing something to inflict, inflict pain on him or sabotage him, or, or Sansa, or, or or I could see her like trying to do something against him and it backfiring her. dying. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that. There's there, like you said, there's going to be a second battle. I'm done with Aerys. Did I tell you oh, that? she's the worst? I'm done with her. Yeah. Trying to s- slide in on Sansa. And Gosh, be cool. I'm
0: Team Sansa in that cat fight. I'm yeah. Team Sansa always.
1: Well, my question to you about Game of Thrones. Back to the round table.
0: Yeah.
1: If if it was our last night. And we were all sitting there drinking wine, hanging out with the bro, you know our boys. And everybody, the Griff's there, everybody sure. hanging out. What song would you sing us?
0: What would you do if I sang out of tune?
1: <laughs> I'd sing Joe Cocker.
0: <laughs> oh man, get a little help from my friends. I was
1: hoping you would go with boys to men. Uh, it's so hard to say goodbye. To Yesterday, <laughs> we'd all join How in eventually. How do I? <laughs> yes, dude. Eight that army. was that moment from Podrick. That no kids. That was good, though. I, that, no. I'm glad to know you would sing Joe Cocker. Yeah. Because that's a good drinking song. Too. Well, if,
0: if we were sitting around a fire getting tore up, about to die from zombies, I'd have to have a little fun. I couldn't good just way. be I, I couldn't do the entire boys to me. I mean, I could, but I'd get sad about that. I'd want to be <laughs> I'd want our last memory to be happy. <laughs> could you imagine doing water runs dry with oh. a bunch of grown Ooh, men around?
1: <laughs> we don't even know what we are. They they went man Torment be so pissed off <laughs> it's not hard enough for him but
0: anyway um our characters are still alive in our bracket yes we are still alive man no doubt uh, this, this is a wrinkle that i kind of thought about last week i could be completely off base let me say this too anybody that is at this point like knows what's going to happen is absolutely full of crap telling you a story i hate it I, I th- There's people who are like, okay, you got to remember in season three, though, this happened, this happened, this. And that's where I got that whole thing about Tyrion
1: being a Targaryen.
0: But and it, I'm not saying I want it to happen. I'm just intrigued. At like, oh, man, that's actually a plot line. That's kind of cool.
1: Here's one thing that is in my brain a little bit that I think about when I'm contemplating what's going on. There could be something that we've all forgotten about that happened. That yeah. They, that they remember. For, for instance, like, what if that's not really Arya? Oh, I know. I mean, it, it could be somebody it, with a face. That's it like could be her. I mean, it could be anything. And I mean, she like, could be anybody else. Yeah, she could. She could be somebody that. Yeah, I mean, it's going to sabotage. I tell you what, freak
0: me down. out about this. The, besides, the, what you there's just a lot going on there. Yeah, what you mentioned about Arya gotten
1: killed. Remember, we thought she died. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: And when oh. on top of that, man, like you said, John. The entire episode two, she could have been John. Could
1: have been. We don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: And and that's something that like when I get confused and lost, that's what always gets me confused. Because I'm like, wait a minute,
1: she's better. In, with that ma- could be Aria. She's better with masks on than Eddie Murphy and Coming to America. True he that, can do man. anything, <laughs> man. It's hard to be better than him.
0: Now I do think that was her with Gendry. I hope anyway. How awkward would that have been if it would have been like? What if it was
1: whatever? one of them old men she killed? I remember
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> or Chokes on you, Gendry. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing that creeped me out about last episode. When Bran was like, we, uh, you know, I guess we'll hide Bran in the crypts because, you know, it's the safest. Whatever. He was like, "No, we can't do that." He put me by the tree. I can be used as bait. He's gonna know I'm there. And everybody's like, "Why?" And he's like, "Well, because he touched me, and so he knows where I'm at all times." So he has like a, he has like a little beeper on on Bran, so he knows where Bran
1: is at I all go, times. I go drop Bran, excuse my language, ass off in the middle of the Iron Islands. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "All right, man." we got to get you a wheelchair accessible so, boat right here. So We're going to send you yeah. straight to
0: the Iron Islands. Yeah, you're by yourself. <laughs> but it makes you wonder. Like, But here's the other thing that creeps me out about that. Is something I kind of saw. There's some kind of kinship connection between the Night King and Bran. And I don't know. There's people out there that think that the Night King could be Bran. Which kind of sets up that whole Trojan right. horse thing because you saw it in episode two. They mapped out their battle plan. I thought we might have been talking about Night King Ned Stark. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> but one thing I did find interesting... That kind of sp- A real, M. Night oh Shyamalan
1: directed that episode.
0: But And, and you know what? It would, not, it would shock me when that happened, but it wouldn't shock me that it happened because, right. again, I said it from the get-go, I want chaos. I want the Clippers to beat the Warriors. I want... Somebody not named Jon Snow to be sitting on the throne. You know, I want something weird, man. That's what I'm craving. Like, because that's what we've got for seven and a half seasons. Why stop now? Mm-hmm. You know, you started by killing Ned Stark in episode four of season one, which that's what, let me say this to people that weren't bought into the show back then that were kind of thinking about getting bought into, that's what got them into the show. When everybody in their great grandfather's favorite character, mm-hmm. Ned Stark, was, was murdered by the Lannisters, everybody kind of stopped and said, whoa, I ain't never seen a show like this. This guy's been the dude for like three and a half weeks. You know, my point is, is why stop now? You know, wow me, wow everybody. And I think they will. I think they have an opportunity to do
1: that. The so. guy who plays uh, Ned Stark, he dies in everything. He really does. He, he was in the Lord of the Rings mm, and died. That, there's going to be a trivia question tonight, a trivia, by the way. That So this will be coming out after that. So nobody, yeah. will, nobody will know it. But the question is: uh, the actor who played Ned Stark also played what character in Lord of the Rings?
0: It's uh, is it Aragorn's brother, Boromir? Boromir, <laughs> more like Clor. <chloro-fear. laughs> more like <chloro-fear>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I Say it every time. I do oh, Doyle rules! I do it every time.
0: Uh, but dude, I, I, I'm just to, to move past episode two. Really, really good. I was excited. It was a good episode. Season 8, Episode 3, may go, may, has an opportunity to be the best episode It'll ever. surpass Red Wedding, Battle of the Bastards. I think so. Oh, and think. I'm just excited for the battle side of it, man. And I, I, I You know, one thing that just got me kind of – it got me anxiously scared and happy at the same time. When it showed the White Walkers coming up to Winterfell and they were getting closer and closer right at the end of the episode, it showed all the like the master ones and those giant things, but the two things it did not show that scared the ever living hell out of me, the Night King. And the dragon. Where are
1: they? True.
0: Scary. It's almost like they're going to come from the east yeah. instead of going at the wall. Yeah. So, like, human, I don't know. The, the
1: humans think they're about to outsmart them. But they're... But they might not be.
0: Yeah. Oh, man, it's so good. So, so freaking excited about this, Brian. Uh,
1: I'm actually going to Jon Jon's to watch it. Are you really? I want you John, to go if you can. Yeah, Jon Jon Snow. Yeah, Jon Jon Snow of <laughs> House Stark. <laughs>
0: Uh, no, that's But yeah. he's got a projector screen. At him and Caitlin's house. Can we
1: fix the brightness a little bit so I can see it better? You sure can. It's such a but dark no, I show. want you to come. We're gonna have food. Okay.
0: Uh, I'll call you Sunday on that because I really want you to go, man. It's, it was a fun time the other
1: night. I'll and be, some
0: guys, some folks you know. Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll be excited about that. I'll be rec- recovering from double decker this weekend. Oh, you got double decker. Double that's decker's right. going on. Yeah, uh, Friday night. There's a bunch of stuff going on. There's the Thacker Mountain Radio thing. Uh, you, yeah, that's Kevin, right. Eric Gales, I think, is playing blues guitar guy. He's he's really good. Yeah, we're cousins. And then and then Saturday. You know Cedric Burnside's playing around one, Duran Jones, and the indications is playing around something around four. Then there's Shovels and Rope, Isbel's playing. Uh-huh. It's a really good lineup. They did a good job this year with who they booked. And they, on top
0: of that, you got the festival, and you got a top twenty-five baseball matchup. You and can't you can't know, ask for more. And
1: I'm gonna tell you something else is gonna be on the square. There's gonna be a corn dog somewhere, and I love a prono pup. Oh man, Carla I would Wichabu. ask you
0: to bring me one of those, but that would not be good after. I a day
1: would or do so. to your corn dog what you did to Gloria's cupcake. I would tell you you've got it. Sure, and I would gift. it. No, I would eat it I, no, eat halfway on the way to your house.
0: <laughs> Slathered it. <him. laughs>
1: <laughs> a, a warm, a warm, a warm prono pup. With, with send me mustard. a pic of you with a corn dog. All right, I'll send you a pic of me with a corn dog. I'll do that.
0: I, just find the best looking corn dog you can get because that's going to make me want to use a corn dog as a cheap meal this weekend.
1: Okay, depending on what John John has Sunday for Game of Thrones, but can I oh, before we before we get off Game of Thrones? I do yes, want to say something. Yes, I, I have one one thing that I want to see. We have not seen enough of the mountain. Since he killed, no. killed Oberon seasons ago, and then he got kind of rebuilt as like Zombie Mountain. Right. He hasn't done anything. He's He, no. he, he growls at people, and people he mock him. He got repaired by that maester. I want him to kill little mutton chops in the worst way.
0: Well, you know, and you kind of got the feeling that he may do it when we showed him behind when it showed him behind Cersei. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay, so there he is. But I still think we're headed for game Bowl. We are. We are. But I, w-
1: I want him to do something before then. Yeah,
0: like, to I mean, build some suspense. I literally want him Well, to- it kind of falls in that storyline of me talking about... If there is another battle at King's Landing, which I think there's most certainly is, yeah. I think the Mountain and the
1: Hound, or they're going to go toe to toe at some point. I think it would be a lost season if they didn't. Another kind of crazy thing that could happen: what, what if the Mountain became part of the army? What if Arya was the Mountain the whole episode?
0: <laughs> See, we don't know. Sucks, Gendry. We don't. Sorry, Gendry. <laughs> No, anyway. But uh, no kidding, man I, I'm, I couldn't. I may be more excited about this episode of television Than I ever have about any in the history of my life And I watched the entire series of Coach Okay So just letting you know I was about
1: this You were talking about this could be the greatest episode in television history I was really partial to the time that Terry Bradshaw came back to Polk High School He got oh, his number retired oh, And Al Bundy dude. and Peg were going to blow up the scoreboard And that was a really funny episode <laughs> I've, you got me. In the my basketball feels episode now. of The Office is good. So I mean, I watched it
0: last night. So I fun. restarted The Office for the third when time when he
1: assumes that Stanley is a good basketball uh, player. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It, I lose it. it's,
0: great show. Great yeah, show. Yeah, anyway, but anyway, but I'm excited about episode three. No kidding, man. And uh, I want you to have fun in Oxford this weekend. Uh, come back to me in one piece on Sunday. We'll watch some Game I of Thrones. Will. Yeah, we'll have a pod for these folks next week. Break down some more playoffs and NBA and local baseball, uh, and then. That will be that. Yeah. And we have got may have a guest next week. Absolutely. So. People
1: of Tupelo this weekend, people of North Mississippi is another one of those weekends. You have yeah. no excuse. The weather is going to be pretty nice, I think. It is. Starting I think it's getting out of here tonight. Yeah, it's getting out of here tonight. Weather's going to be nice. You've got baseball going on in Oxford. Double-decker going on. There's plenty of things to do in Tupelo. Yeah. Uh, go buy some Hank Jr. tickets. Take your kids to see PJ Masks. Do some things. Support local. Go to Blue Canoe this weekend. There's going to be really good bands. Uh, go eat at KOK. Go by Papa V's. Just do something local, because there's really no excuse this weekend as pretty as it's going to be. Go to Ballard Find Park. Find
0: me at PJ Masks.
1: Find, I'll be at PJ Masks.
0: <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. Uh, good, good stuff, Brian. Thank you for that, because I, oh, I would have never remembered all that. You're so much better at that than I am.
1: But anyway. <laughs> Nobody uh, can see this CVS list. Yeah, long Brian's long on season. fire today.
0: I don't know why. Brian, just, Brian needs a heat check in this <laughs> podcast.
1: Like Dame Lillard. <laughs>
0: But anyway, Man, yeah. uh, you can find us on Twitter at the Happening Pod and on Instagram at Happening Pod. We'll have this up in about oh,
1: sometime before I go to work in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm
0: before be, Matt gets off before times. I get off. Yeah, it'll be it'll be up before the weekend. Yeah, before, before the before
1: weekend. you wake up on Saturday, you can hear this podcast. But
0: sure. folks, thank you all as always for listening. Comment to us, chime in for us. We'd love to hear from you. Everybody love everybody. We will see you guys next week.